Warning. The following content may be disturbing to some individuals. Consumer discretion is advised. Sirens. Over the centuries, there have been many myths and legends hinting at their existence. But what are they? Beautiful, evil beings intent on killing? A case of mistaken identity? Or just a figment of human imagination? Who better to delve into the world of sirens than the sirens of the supernatural team? While researching, we even learned new things about sirens, their origins and perceptions, from ancient times through the present day. Stay tuned for another intriguing episode, coming your way, right now. Hello, welcome everyone to episode four of our second season, Sirens of the Supernatural. And we're delving into something today that you would think we know a lot about. And we thought we knew a lot about too until we started researching. Sirens, what are they really? But first, let's welcome Lindsay and Ryan and Hi. ask how everybody's doing. <laughs> Doing good. I can't believe we're already on episode four. I know, right? Of this season. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It's been really good so far this year. We've had a lot of great guests, a lot of interesting things, and this mm -hmm. one's going to be another step in that direction. I mean, uh, I think people's going to find out a lot of really cool information, and uh, it's really intriguing. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, well, I, I just kind of dove in this weekend and doing some research and I thought I knew what a siren was, but um, um, I, I found out that I really didn't know a lot about sirens. All I knew was that uh, they were supposed to be some kind of female that could sing really well and, and lured people to their death and tried to wreck ships <laughs> or whatever. But um, I learned a whole lot more. We're going to share uh, what we've come across with you guys. And we've got some cool images, too. So if you're listening to audio, um, try to hop over to YouTube and, uh, and watch the episode because you'll, you'll see some really cool art, artwork and um, images. So, Ryan, I want to start by asking you what kind of you thought when we pitched this topic. Did you know a lot about sirens? Just from what I've seen in the movies, I mean, you know, you see some stuff in cartoons, the old brother, Wild art style, you know, yeah. and of course the pirate shows, you know, where mm -hmm. they hear it and then they end up trying to follow the sound and wrecking on rocks or maybe the, the pirate jumps in the water and gets drugged to his death or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it depends on what age group you're in, I guess, and what hemisphere you're from is really going to determine which version of the siren you hear about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really realize that um, it was even older. You know, the oldest stories came to us hundreds of years ago. Um, and so I've, I'm going to share a little bit about what I've learned. And then um, as we go, y'all ask questions if you, if you want to. And then I know Lindsay's got some info to share and Ryan will probably have some more info he wants to share. So we're going to jump right in. Um, so I, when I heard the word sirens, I kind of associated it with like a mermaid-like creature um, that was associated with the water. But as I started doing research on the, and got, got went way back in history, um, I realized that they, they weren't originally thought of as mermaids. Um, they have negative connotations where mermaids are kind of, you know, today we hear about mermaids, we think like the little mermaid and, you know, splash the movie from the eighties and like friendly mermaids and all. Um, but unlike mermaids, sirens are not thought of as good or helpful. They have a lot of negative, negative connotations associated with them. They're called enchantresses and charmers and even sea monsters um, because they're known to tempt and lure uh, men, especially sailors to their death. But how do they do that? Okay, I had heard that they have irresistible voices that men uh, just followed blindly. And it was supposed, supposedly their music was the sweetest music ever to be heard. They possessed 
great physical beauty. So um, stories, the older stories describe them as land-based creatures living on like rocky islands. Um, but I was surprised to learn that the original stories had um, described them with wings, kind of like angelic beings almost, um, that they could fly. And here's a great picture. This is one of my favorite pictures I ran across um, of the sirens with wings sitting on the, the rocky coastline, just waiting for a ship to sail in so they can, I guess, start singing and lure the, the ship and the men to their deaths. But um, I was surprised to at that, that they were depicted with wings and could fly. Um, and like I said, um, the first stories came from like Greek mythology. So in the earliest stories, they were like hybrid winged creatures. And um, there is even a picture um, I came across. It was of a siren perched in a tree and it had a, like a woman's face and upper body, then wings and then like bird-like feet and legs. Yeah, it was, it was really wild. <laughs> um, also, I came across this fact. Um, there were stories of uh, male sirens. They were depicted with beards. And here's one of the images that, um, that I came across and it said that, um, these male kind of siren female counterparts to their female um, sirens held equal prominence and they also drew sailors but not with the promise of seduction with the prospect of giving them wisdom so um this oh this no this guy looks like he's pretty Pretty seductive. It looks like a romance novel. Is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, he does look pretty seductive, and this yeah. is oh my goodness. <laughs> but this is a like a more modern. That was a more modern painting. The yeah. second uh, thing I found was uh, there's a plate in one of the museums. It's from about 570 BC. You see it here. This was uh, a male siren, a bearded creature that had a man-like face and beard and then oh, wings cool. and also the feet um of a of a bird-like creature and with with it showing the female sirens and the male sirens both with wings it made me think about the episode we did in season one about angels and especially about fallen angels it kind of uh, reminded me of that and i was like huh i wonder mm -hmm. if that has any association, uh, especially because they were described as having wings and being mm -hmm. evil, you know, yeah. and wanting to to hurt and, and kill humans is yeah. <laughs> seemed to be their focus. Um, but anyway, when I I'm a real language geek, so I wanted to find out where the word came from. And as I was uh, looking that up, it said that the word siren can be traced back to the Mycenaean period, which is 1600 to 1050 BCE. It was written as a word that I guess would be pronounced Serimo um, in a script that was used even before the invention of the Greek alphabet. So sirens were actually even around before the Greeks. Um, in the Greek, siren is also the meaning of that word relates to rope or ensnaring ones. They were called Ooh. ensnaring ones. And others uh, claimed that uh, the word is, is also pre-Greek in origin, but that it relates to Sirius, the bright star uh, in summer. Um, in the 1800s, scholars began suggesting um, a connection with the common uh, Semitic word, uh, sir, meaning song, and some of them added a second element to that word, pronouncing it Sir Un, meaning song of grace or song of entrapment or even song of terror is how they describe it. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, song of terror. So in uh, the Greek stories, since the Greek authors were, were are the ones we're most familiar with uh, who included sirens in their stories, um, I came across a website called mythopedia.com and 
they had some interesting things to say, but I kind of summarized it. So I'll tell you guys. Um, so we all know that in Homer's Odyssey, Homer wrote the Odyssey in book 12 is where it talks about the sirens. And he tells us that the sirens were daughters of the river god Achilles and says they were vicious creatures and especially feared by sailors. And in most of the representations, they had the face and torso of a beautiful woman, like I said before, but the wings and lower body of a bird. Interestingly, Homer himself didn't give much detail to the sirens' physical appearance. He focused more on their song that will cause sailors to forget their home and leap into the sea to meet their deaths or to come too close to the island where they, the sirens lived and meet their doom by, you know, their ship being torn apart on the jagged rocks. But as powerful as the sirens were, a few mythological heroes managed to escape them. When the Argonauts sailed past the sirens, for example, Orpheus was able to drown out their song with his own music. Um, and later, when Odysseus encountered them on his way home from Troy, he sealed his men's ears with wax, but he did not seal his own ears with wax. He told them to tie him to the mast so he could hear their song. He wanted to hear it for himself. And he said, whatever you do, don't untie me no matter what I say. Um, and here's, here's an illustration of that. Um, and he wrote... Uh, their song. Here's here's what Homer wrote that the sirens were singing. And this I found really interesting. So their song said, come hither as thou fairest, renowned Odysseus, great glory of the Achaeans. Stay thy ship that thou mayst listen to the voice of us too. For never yet has any man rode past this isle in his black ship until he has heard the sweet voice from our lips. Nay, he has joy of it and goes his way a wiser man. For we know all the toils that in wide Troy the Argives and Trojans endured through the will of the gods. And we know all things that come to pass upon the fruitful earth. So that was... I'm convinced. <laughs> that kind of gives you a clue. That they weren't just luring them yeah. with beauty. They were saying... We can tell you all of these things. We know all of these things, kind of like, you know, foretellers of the future or something like that. And um, there's just two of them? In his, okay. in his account, he said that there were two. Hmm. Um, in other accounts, um, you know, it says there were, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it says there were three and even one account says eight. But in Homer's um, Odyssey, he says that there were two. And so... When we showed the the painting, and I think Lindsay uh, is going to talk about some artists who have depicted this scene from the Odyssey, it sometimes shows more than two, uh, even though it's referring to this scene in the Odyssey, it shows more than two sirens. So, um, Lindsay, uh, I'm going to let you show uh, some of the art you found yeah. and talk to us a little bit about what you learned. Okay, so really the most famous depiction that I came across that I wanted to talk about was John William Waterhouse and he was an artist I think he was born in like 1849 painted late 1800s early 1900s he was born in Rome and actually ended up spending I think a lot of his life in England because he was an English painter and so that first picture that we had on where Ulysses was tied to the ship and yeah and you can see all his men rowing. I just thought it was interesting because he depicts them, the men rowing. You can't see that there's a wax in their ears from this far away, but he wanted to get that across that they're not able to hear the sirens. So he kind of wraps their heads in this like headdress cloth kind of stuff. Uh. Um, but obviously Ulysses doesn't have that because he's just tied to the mast. Mm -hmm. And then all around him, you see these, sirens which are birds with ladies heads on yeah. them but it, it's literally just a huge bird with a, a woman's head attached to it and when <laughs> when this was bought by the national gallery of victoria mm -hmm. uproars because even at this point in the, the 1900s late 1900s people didn't know 
that this was a siren, that that was the traditional depiction yeah. of a siren. Even at that point, people thought that it was like a mermaid. And uh-huh. so everybody was in this huge outroar. And like, <laughs> what is this? This is yeah. so embarrassing. Get this out of here. And so he actually, it was either seven or nine years later, painted another painting. Now, this one's just called The Siren. And he kind of went back and did like a more modern day depiction that people would be fine with. So in this uh-huh. one, you see a woman, beautiful woman sitting on a rock. She has a harp. So it's given that illusion that she's musical. Maybe she's singing to this man that's in the water. And to me, it looks like he has jumped out of his ship and he's trying mm-hmm. to get over there to her because he's just on his face entranced by her song. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can tell he's like staring at her. He's trying to climb up the rock. But this one's different because she doesn't have a bird body. Most uh-huh. of her body in this one is a human woman, mm-hmm. except for right underneath the knees, you can mm-hmm. see that it's starting to turn into scales. Yeah. I I did not. So the same artist that painted mm-hmm. the other picture painted that one. How interesting. Mm-hmm. And he did it because and... of peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, Basically. he gave in. He gave in to peer pressure. <laughs> I like uh, the honestly, second one too. I, I kind of like, I do like the second one better. I think it's more romantic in a sense. Mm-hmm. And he was very much known for capturing like Greek illustrations and Arturian illustrations. So he did a lot of folklore and tales in those time periods. But I just think the second one's, it's really pretty. It's more romantic in a sense. I feel like it kind of captures the whole essence of what a siren is supposed Mm -hmm. to be a little bit better, even though it doesn't have a bird body. Right, right. Yeah, because the ones in the first painting just look like terrifying. trying to get his attention and get all of their attention but to me it almost looks like they're like flying around and just cawing like just like really annoying and they're trying to get their attention six or seven of them or something yeah there's so many yeah it's kind of a little bit more tame because there's just the one but buddy (laughs) she's got this man hooked he is is in love this man (laughs) yeah i like that picture that's cool (laughs) Ron, what did you think about it? <laughs> yeah, it's very intriguing. It's like you guys said, you know, you see the vultures or and things like that circling something either dead yes. or about to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that should be your yeah. number one warning. Yeah. And then the second one, you know, she's sitting on the rock waiting for him, you know, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there, you know, swims all across this dangerous ocean all the way to these crashing rocks. And you're like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. And it almost looks too in that one like, she's not even trying like right. she's barely playing her heart kind of <laughs> leaned over looking at him in the water she like doesn't even have to try and this man's like i will die for you i'm gonna jump into this ocean right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we have another picture um credits to pyrrhonism i think is how you say that dot medium.com that shows sirens like they were originally depicted, not mermaid-like, but angel-like with wings. Mm -hmm. So this is another, um, I guess, a different artist painted this one. And you see, you can see more of, um, who is it? Ulysses, Odysseus, Odysseus, his face. And these sirens look more like angels. Mm -hmm. And one has a harp, one has a trumpet. Um, and but there are only two in this picture. So whoever this artist was, um, I wasn't able to find that out. But whoever the artist was, um, he got he got the number of the sirens right from mm-hmm. uh, Homer's story anyway. And then there's a jar that is in the British Museum. It's called a Stamnus jar, I think is how you say it. And it is old. It's from the fifth century BC, and we're showing it here on the screen. And you can see. Um, this artist has depicted the scene that we've been talking about where Odysseus is tied to the mast. And you see the sirens here also with wings and just kind of flying around. 
uh, it's a beautiful jar. I can't believe it's in such good shape. I mean, I was literally just thinking that it, it blows my mind that this thing is mm -hmm. from 470 BCE and mm -hmm. it looks like this. Like yeah. that is such, that's in such good condition. Yeah, it's, it, it really is. Mind. And it says that the illustration on it depicts the scene and a siren is named uh, on the inscription. One of the sirens is named and the artist inscribed the name as Hemeropa, H-I-M-E-R-O-P-A. Anyway, I thought that was interesting that um, this artist named one of the sirens. And then I found another interesting note from Cicero. And we know he was like a, he lived a little later than Homer. He was a Roman author, statesman, and lawyer. And according to his writings, when he told about the sirens, he said it wasn't the sweetness of their voices or the novelty and diversity of their songs, but their professions of knowledge that they used to attract the passing voyagers. It was the passion for learning that kept men rooted to the sirens' rocky shores. Homer was aware that his story wouldn't sound plausible if the magic that held his hero was just an idle song. It is knowledge that the sirens offer, said Cicero, and it was no marvel if a lover of wisdom held this dearer than his own home. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. That they were saying, in other words, it's not the allure of how beautiful they were or their, their lovely singing, but um, their lyrics contained the claims that they could give the listener wisdom. And um, they promised that those who would come to them could learn of all things that had come to pass on the earth. Um, the early sources, like I said, didn't give the in the individual sirens names, but some authors did give the number we know Homer said two, according to, I think this man's name is Hesiod, there were three, and according to Plato, whom everybody's heard about, eight. He's the one that said there were eight. But later sources went further and actually gave names to the individual sirens, though they didn't always agree. The most widely accept accepted version held that there were three sirens and they were named Parthenope, Lycosia, and Ligia, L-I-G-I-A. Anyway, from an early date, it was assumed that the sirens, like many of the strange creatures and gods that uh, Odysseus came across on his wanderings, lived somewhere off the coast of Italy or Sicily. And some islands there, including the Isle of Capri, were surrounded by dangerous rocks like we've seen in the pictures and stuff. And the sirens were associated with these sites on the mainland of central and south Italy. And the stories of their death explains why. The most famous story um, is that the sirens drowned themselves after they failed to seduce Odysseus, okay? He was tied to the mast. They couldn't get him over to the island. So in this tradition, the sirens had heard a prophecy that they would die if a ship ever sailed past them completely unharmed. So when Odysseus evaded their trap, they threw themselves into the sea, and it said that their bodies washed ashore on the coast of Italy and gave rise to various legends. The siren that was named uh, Parthenope, she was strongly associated with Naples and Leucotia with the Isle of Leucotia, who, which was named after her. And in modern day, we call it Lycosa. Um, in Naples, there was even a tomb for the siren Parthenope where athletic contact tests were held every year and other places were named um or thought to be sacred because of their association with the sirens. And all of this tells us how real these people thought sirens were. I mean, the Greeks kind of accepted them as fact. Um, here's what some authors have left for us in the way of describing the sirens. Um, one said, whoso in ignorance draws near to them and hears the siren's voice, he never more returns, that his wife and little children may stand at his side rejoicing, but the sirens beguile him with their clear-toned song as they sit in a meadow, and about them is a great heap of bones of moldering men, and round the bones the skin shrivels. And then later, I know that's mm, yeah. later, um, Apollodorus, a mythographer, noted that only one of the sirens sang 
and the other two provided instrumental accompaniment. One played the lyre while the other played the flute. And so that was depicted in some of the images that we saw too with uh, the musical instruments. And some authors even said the sirens had the power to calm the winds. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And the Greeks and the others, um, people that lived back in that day, associated the sirens with death in the underworld because sirens often showed up on the artistry on funerary monuments and sarcophagi like a sarcophagus there are uh, known examples of that where sirens uh, have been painted on those things other times um they were said to keep company with underworld gods such as hades um, and persephone but although they are associated with death maybe they didn't die after all because they they lived through the middle ages they lived through the renaissance they've lived up to the to the present day and even in our modern pop culture and i'm gonna turn it over to or ask you guys if you have any questions so far and then turn it over to Lindsay, who is going to kind of take us on a little journey of her own <laughs> <laughs> it is a journey i have a, a pretty interesting concept because to me you know all this stuff is kind of supernatural based somehow or another mm -hmm. uh you know, some people are more intrigued by, like you said, knowledge. Some people are the sound. Some people are the beauty. Everybody has their own intrigue, right? Mm -hmm. and what better way to do that? You know, you got a ship full of people, men, sometimes there's women on board, and they're on the ocean for weeks or months at a time, yeah. right? So they start getting lonely. They start getting, you know, uh, homesick. You know, they're around all these other guys. They're like, oh, I can't wait to get home. And then all of a sudden, you know, they hear uh, the sound of a beautiful woman or like uh, like you guys showed, uh, you know, a guy. And I think that they know what the people need to hear. And it may be ah. according to the individual. Yeah. If that person's seeking more knowledge or whether he's seeking more comfort. I think that they know what's in each individual's uh, soul or heart. Yeah. And I think that's what draws more people because I don't think it's a one size fit all. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you've got to be able to convince the whole ship. Otherwise, yeah. if I'm the only one hearing it, I'm like, let's go. And there's 40 other guys going to bite me. So they <laughs> have everybody on board. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. thought. I never yeah. even thought about that. But yeah. And especially why wouldn't they? Because, you know, they're supposed to know everything. <laughs> and really back then, I mean, knowledge was power. Yeah. So not only were these women beautiful and had these beautiful voices, they were offering all of this knowledge. Yeah. So I could see how that would make a ship full of men want to go over there. So it's interesting to me too, though, that it, it they went from being these bird-like creatures to like basically what people, how people wanted to romanticize it mm -hmm. in their mind. And that's how the artists and that's how the sculptors and the painters, you know, they started depicting them differently, you know, as more of a mermaid like creature. Mm -hmm. And um, when they were originally very different um, and mermaids, I don't think, um, I don't know this for a fact, but I don't think the mermaid stories have actually been around as long as the siren stories. I think mm -hmm. it's some kind of metamorphosis or something but I mean, what really, did you those two those two animals could not be more opposite birds and, and fish, fish. <laughs> like they could not be more opposite so <laughs> it's it's crazy how it's morphed into that over time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i kind of have a little a little journey that takes us through that because as i got to researching sirens and learned that they were not mermaids and that they were bird creatures that kind of threw me for a loop and then i was like i was really wanting to figure out how did we get here from bird people bird people <laughs> so i really went hard into why are they associated with mermaids and how did they transform into that so we'll start kind of we're not going to go as far back at first i kind of want to talk about some middle age stuff so there's a bunch of popular legends from the Middle Ages that say that during his conquests, Alexander the Great and his soldiers come across a river where they discovered beautiful women with this long hair 
<clears throat> and then they dragged some of his soldiers underwater, embracing mm -hmm. them until they drowned. Ah! So that could be, I mean, no, they're not bird people and they're not half fish, but they are still embracing and taking them under the water, which, I mean, we think of when we think of mermaids and sirens, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So he also encountered women living in the water and mer people who lived permanently in the sea, but these people were not violent or harmful. They were just kind of more friendly. Ah. It was interesting to me though that he said mer people, because um, there's that distinction. There's people living in the sea and then there's mer people. <laughs> so I don't know, that one's a little odd to me, but so, I, and I think I had an, a different picture of that one too. These two pictures are interesting because they look very tapestry-like. Mm -hmm. And if Champ starts barking and running down the stairs, it's just because Brian's home. So I'm so okay. sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was interesting to me because you can see in both pictures that they're people. Mm -hmm. They're not really mer people. So we haven't morphed into this. There you sorry. go. <laughs> He's scrambling. So we haven't morphed into this half woman, half fish just yet. And this was, this is supposed to be Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. Okay. Um, on some of his conquests, I guess. I don't Got know. It. So classical tradition, like you just talked about, mm -hmm. depicts them as part woman, part bird. But it seems like, especially during the Middle Ages, we start associating them more with water. Mm -hmm. Because in both of those depictions, they either were, in the lake or living permanently in the ocean and then i wanted to research how did the traditional sirens the bird people turn into the mermaids so here's what i found okay and i feel like it kind of ties all of your stories together too so the first story tells that sirens were persephone's mortal handmaidens so Persephone, goddess of spring, we know that Hades comes and takes her and takes her down to hell because he's in love with her. And they sang and helped her pick flowers. So this was one of the first instances of singing that I came across. Uh -huh. So maybe, you know, they already have their siren song going on. Mm -hmm. So Hades takes Persephone. And then Demeter gives the sirens golden wings to help them search. So maybe this is where we get the wings from. But since she's Persephone's in the underworld now, she's in Hades and she's not above ground, they can't find her because they can't go down into Hades. So Demeter exiles them to their island and curses them. And their curse was they would be stuck in this bird form until someone could pass the island without stopping. With the lure of their songs broken, they would die. So that's uh, where you're uh, Okay. And that ties in with um, Odysseus. Mm -hmm. So then Hera decides to visit. And she kind of wants to set up this challenge, right? So she wants to see who's the better musical performer. Now, who was she? Hera, she's a Greek goddess, too. Okay, okay. So she wants to set up this little competition and see who is the better musical performer. Is it the sirens or is it the muses? Oh. Now we know that the muses, they're automatically going to kill it. They're goddesses of music. I mean, that's yeah. their thing. That's what they do. So it wasn't really a contest. Um, and so the muses obviously won. And when they won, they took their feathers as crowns. So wingless, they returned to their island. And then, so that kind of makes me think, so they're not, they don't have their wings anymore. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're still on, stuck on their island and they're singing. But then the whole Odysseus thing comes in. He doesn't stop. They jump in the ocean and they drown. And I guess that's kind of an easy jump to me where they're on this island. They don't have their wings. They jump in the ocean and drown. That's an easy jump to Alexander the Great stories of people permanently living in the ocean, 
of these beautiful women who embrace you and take you down in the water and, and just drown you to death. And so um, we already talked about those paintings, but I did just want to say too, I've got my little notebook here, throughout history, and I, I came across this a lot when I was in college because I went to college for art and I took a lot of art history classes. So unfortunately, throughout history, the majority of information isn't always recorded. Mm -hmm. So like that um, jar that you talked about earlier, we probably have no idea who made that jar or who painted onto that jar and, and crafted it just because that information has been lost over time. So during the early modern period, European scholars, they had all these Greek texts, but they didn't always have the images that coincided with them. Uh and so without these images, the scholars kind of just had to come up with their best representation, interpretation of what they thought these sirens were. And many ended up kind of combining the siren with the mermaid that we have now. And so now we have this image of a siren as a mermaid or a water nymph, which is what mm -hmm. we're all used to these days. So, and they, there's, there's two sides of them that I was thinking about because on the one side, there's the siren that lure men to their death and they, you know, grab them and take them down and that's their thing. And then on the other side, you have these little Disney mermaids that <laughs> sell their voice to this thick, fabulous octopus witch for a man. And then that story in itself is so different than the original Hans Christian Andersen story, because in that story, she doesn't end up um, with her prince. Oh, really? She up, yeah. She ends up, he marries somebody else. And so the sea witch tells her that if she will go and kill him, that she'll let her turn back into a mermaid. So she, she agrees to it and she's like, yeah, okay, I'll go do that. That's fine. He broke my heart anyway, so I'm ready for the revenge. <laughs> so she goes to find him, but she can't, she can't bring herself to do it. Mm -hmm. So she just dissolves into tears. That's the end of her. She just, <laughs> she dissolves into tears. And then after that, I don't remember who, but somebody turned her a, took her up into the clouds and she got to be in heaven or something. I don't know, but yeah, the oh, end of weird. the original one isn't as happy. She just dissolves into tears. So it's a little bit of a more depressing version of the little mermaid. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I kind of was like, I remembered a long time ago, I watched, there was some TV show on the history channel and it, and I don't remember if it was just mermaids sightings or if it was like all kind of cryptid sightings, but I was researching this on paper and I was seeing all these pictures and I was like, you know what? I want to see if I can try to find some real videos of mermaid sightings. So I, I went on over to the YouTube and I typed <laughs> in mermaid sightings and <laughs> I just spent the rest of the afternoon like laughing so hard. I thought I was going to cry. Because I came across the first video that I even clicked on, um, I don't I don't remember what it's called, but it's like the 20, 20 mermaid sightings you won't believe are real or something like that. <laughs> oh, I saw some of those. You sent me that link there. Yeah, and it's by the Overworld, and I think they're a pretty popular YouTube channel. Um, I'm just gonna go over a few of them. I'm not gonna go through all 20. And I didn't pull any pictures because I didn't I didn't know if we would get copyrighted or whatever for that. But I do encourage you listeners and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Please go watch this video. <laughs> it's kind of a long video because it's 20 different sightings, but it is well worth it. Okay. <laughs> you will have the time of your life because the majority <laughs> of these videos are either really really bad cgi like really bad like almost <laughs> almost impressively bad cgi or they're very diy so they're very do-it-yourself mermaid <laughs> so and i think most people i didn't put this picture in 
But I think most of us know the famous Ripley's Believe It or Not Mermaid, the museum. Yeah, Mermaid, it was, the sideshow. Was it a little? How it was yeah, little, it was little right? because it's the top half of a monkey and the bottom half of a fish that he just sewed together. But it's like a monkey skeleton, so it kind of looks very ghoulish and bony yeah, and creepy. Yeah. Um, that's what was kind of coming into my mind a lot with these DIYs because they were also very bony and just very weird looking. Um, but I want to start out with my favorite um, video and the one that was in my brain that I wanted to try to find is number 13 on this video. And to me, it's the most believable because the picture is pretty clear there. It's like a scuba diver down in the water. Oh, yeah. The water's not super clear, but it's clear enough to see that he's scuba diving in kind of murky water. And he's around this like big rock and notices some movement to his right. So he turns and as he turns going away from him, you see a mermaid swimming away. And most of it is the tail going away, but you can see some hair. You can see the arms coming up. And then I think he also gets another shot of her swimming overhead where you can kind of see the full thing. Now, it's not crystal clear. And I will say that it's not the clearest video out there, obviously, because it's scuba diving and murky water. But out of the whole list, to me, it's the most convincing. And I think it's the coolest one because it let's say mermaids are real. That's what I would imagine. Them yeah. Like, it wasn't scary. Like, it wasn't a spooky video. It wasn't scary. She wasn't trying to drown him and take him forever and take his soul. But she was just swimming around, minding her business. And he got a couple of shots. And she just went back home, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> in most of these videos, though, that's kind of the outlier. So in most of these videos, there's really bad camera focus. It's very grainy. More often than not, honestly. So... The next one that I wanted to write down was number eight. So I kind of jumped forward. Not all of them are super memorable. I didn't feel like I had to speak on all of them. But number eight. <laughs> number, eight number eight is just, you, you just have to see it to believe it. And I, if I remember right, it was somewhere, this video comes out of South America. And they're, they're panning up, okay? <laughs> you see the tail. Let me set the scene for you. It's kind of dark. If you're in South America, it's kind of very jungly. They're panning up the tail slowly. And then they get up to the head. <laughs> this mermaid has bunny ears. Okay. It's got... It's you're got, kidding. No, it's got two bunny ears. <laughs> and it even looks like, you know how uh, rabbit teeth have their yeah. big, long teeth? It's kind of like that. <laughs> it doesn't have the rest of a rabbit face. It's almost like they tried to make a normal face with bunny features. <laughs> but I laughed so hard. I had tears coming down my face. I'd never seen a bunny mermaid. Um, <laughs> we could probably do a whole other episode on this. It might be a cryptid down there. Who knows? <laughs> But that's all I could say for like a whole five minutes was just Bunny Mermaid. Brian was like, are you okay? And I was like, Bunny Mermaid, I have to see this. Well, you have to be able to hear the ships coming. I mean, yeah. the ears, the radar. Yeah. And then they got the tuning forks for the teeth to make the sound. I mean, yeah, I get and it. Can really grab a hold, can really grab a hold of somebody. The yeah. And the arms and pull them down. Mm. You're not coming back from that, okay? And honestly, if I was on a boat, and I saw this thing swimming next to the boat. I'm passing away. Okay, you can have you can have me because at that point I have already had a heart attack and I'm on my way out because <laughs> I would never believe this if I hadn't seen it with my own two eyes. But and then obviously, so this one wasn't moving. This one had already passed because it was on dry land. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so R.I.P. to the bunny mermaid. Uh, number seven is kind of an overhead shot. It's almost like somebody's either on a helicopter or has a drone, whatever. And it's like this huge shot of vast water. I don't know if it's the ocean or if, where it's supposed to be, 
but you can see all of, like a ton of these figures and they're leaping up out of the water and going oh, down, yeah. but it's just far enough away that you can't really see any detail. This could be mermaids or this could be a crap ton of dolphins. Like yeah. you can't really tell. You can see the fins at the end, but that's pretty much all you can see. Cause most of it is just like big splashes in, the, in a lot of water. But the guy that was uh, narrating the video, he said probably one of my favorite things in the whole world. Well, he said a couple of them. For this video, at the very end, after he like talked about it and was explaining it, at the very end, he was like, or maybe it's a mermaid war. And I was like, you know what? It a mermaid is, war? It is a mermaid war. <laughs> they have turf wars, and I know it in my soul. If mermaids existed, they would be fighting all over that ocean, okay? They would be fighting. <laughs> it was my favorite. Because it didn't even look like they were, like, going against each other, going into battle, fighting. It was just a bunch of jumping yeah. and big splashes. But you know what? I, just as a little treat to myself, I'm going to believe that it was a mermaid <laughs> war. Okay. Okay. Um, number five, and we're almost done, I promise, but I just, I have to tell you guys about this. <laughs> number five is kind of the biggest jump scare on the list. It's a mermaid jump scare. Okay. It's a dark video of these fishermen on a boat and they catch a mermaid in their net and they're hauling it up, right? Yeah, I saw that one. But of course it's out of focus and it's too dark to really see anything. And right before the video cuts out, you just see something jumping out. It's like jumping out at him. It's gonna grab him. Is and that the, the one like webbed? It's got like webbed hands. Mm -hmm. The hands yeah. look webbed. And the hands are webbed. The yeah. hands are webbed. And then of course it just cuts off and there's no further explanation. But yeah. maybe it's because the only thing that was left on the boat was the camera. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you'll find a lost footage and make a movie in about 10 years. Yeah. Well, on TikTok, <laughs> have y'all seen that TikTok of the guys that are on this ship and they're out supposedly fishing or whatever, and all of a sudden you hear this singing coming over the water and the water is rough. Okay, yeah. and it's nighttime, and the guy's like, what is that? What is that? And he's running from one side of the boat to the other to see what it is. <laughs> and you can see you can see what looks like dolphins or something mm -hmm. uh, out there jumping. You can't really see what it is. But he's like, do y'all hear that? Do y'all hear that? And it sounded like a song, but it could be something that, you know, a sea creature, sea creatures make some weird noises. Yeah. Too. They would get me for sure because I'm naturally curious. If I hear <laughs> something or think I see something, then I'm not. I mean, it doesn't even have to be like the best music or whatever. I'm just like, what is that? I gotta go check that out. And that would be the, about, you know, yeah. that'd be the last thing I ever say. Hey, I'm gonna go check that out. And he's, like, <laughs> he's never coming back. Yeah, and I, I think I found the same. TikToks as you did because I'm going to talk about those in just a second but it might be different I think mine are a little bit different the last one I want to talk about on this video is number three on the list because someone has dressed up as a mermaid and I say that loosely and they're on the beach at night on their tummy <laughs> And they're, they can't, whoever the cameraman is, is so brave. So, oh my God, so brave. Because he goes right up to it. He's doing these weird angles. He's zooming in. He's, I mean, he's really doing the whole cinematographer thing. Okay. okay. But the actress that is this mermaid, she's like covered in seaweed. Her wig is just all over the place. And she's going, she's like on the sand and she's going, uh, to the sand like she's like in the process of dying you know what I mean <laughs> and honestly give give her an Oscar because <laughs> 10 out of 10 I have no notes the whole video I mean it's nominated okay I'm nominating it right now but my favorite thing about this video and this might he might do this in all of his videos I don't know he was so the guy narrating it uh -huh. the overworld channel whoever he is he's so positive after every video he's like so what do you think guys after <laughs> after every video on the list so what do you think guys 
Yeah. And I can't stop saying that now. <laughs> like, that's all I can say. So what do you think, guys? And he was so positive. Even if it's a scary video, yeah. he just sounds so positive. Just so casual. I love it. I love it. So you guys have to go check out that video and check out his channel because I think he does, like, other cryptid stuff. It seems really cool. What is it called? Overworld? The Overworld. The yeah. Overworld. Just okay. one word. Overworld. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is kind of going off of what you just mentioned, Mom. I found this guy, and I had seen this on Instagram a couple weeks back before I even started any of this research. Um, his name is Sauce90. You guys have probably heard of him, possibly if you're on TikTok, because these videos have blown up. I will just say, as a quick caveat, he does use some pretty strong language in his videos, so just if that's something yeah, yeah. you don't like just be aware of that but he is by trade a fisherman he goes out on these boats he's most of his videos are out on the sea on a boat in the open water and <clears throat> whether these videos are like real or whether they're doctored because the audio could be doctored in i mean mm -hmm. you can doctor in any audio basically it, either way it's just such an interesting watch. It's very entertaining. He's very convincing. If it's not, if it's not real, he's very convincing. He most of the time will go out, go out on the deck. And I think a couple of the videos I saw were at night. So he's like pointing the camera down. You can just like barely see the water because it mm -hmm. is so dark. And he's like, do you guys hear that? Do you hear that? Talking to the other fishermen and they're like, yeah, what is that? And then, like, over the waves and over the wind at night, you start to hear this, this sound. And it's almost like, it's almost like somebody took whale noises and kind of doctored them to make them yeah. more gentle and, like, smoother. And it's just very haunting. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like they're saying anything specific, but it's just the melody that you're hearing. And it's very spooky. Like whoever, if this is fake, and I, I mean, if this is fake. So this video is fake. <laughs> I mean, we haven't found him yet if they're out there. But whoever made this video, if it was him, I mean, it's very interesting. Like it's very entertaining. It would make me definitely believe that mermaids were real. If he was able to get a shot of them and it was convincing enough to go along with this audio, I would be like, oh my God. It's, it's they're out there it's true it's almost like he goes back i think on the last video that i watched he goes they dock and he goes back up on the dock but they're still hearing it this sound so it's almost like this one mermaid has followed him uh -huh. and when he goes back out on the water like she's following the ship around so i was like that is that is a really cool premise for a video is what yeah. i think um so i definitely if you don't mind strong language, um, go check it out because it's really cool. Then you said, um, what was it you said? It sounds like he maybe took whale sounds and made them. Yeah, like you know how um, like humpback whales sound? That yeah. Very yeah. weird kind of, not moaning, but that kind of, I mean, kind of moaning. Like it's yeah. just a very specific sound. And dolphins have that in a higher pitch and a quicker, like, pace and yeah, and it, it made me wonder when you were talking about that you know maybe some of the older stories about sirens maybe that's what they were hearing you yeah. know some kind of sea animal like that yeah but, and that's very tranquil i heard something like that mm -hmm. you know being mm -hmm. out there you know whale sounds are very relaxing anyways and yeah. especially if they modify like the way you're talking well let's just say that they're not just putting the crew to sleep and then you hear yeah. stories mm -hmm. about boats with no crew members. They put everybody sleeping and they go in there and they just hijack them and just take them to do whatever, you know, drown them under the sea, sacrifice them, whatever. You know, that kind of brought something to mind. There are a couple, <clears throat> a couple stories that I have heard, not like anything recent, but like back in the day when they were still like on those big wooden ships, like the pirate ship. Where that actually happened, like they found a couple ships that completely yeah. had no crew. The captain's log was not indicative of anything that had happened crazy. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of thought, okay, that's got to be aliens. Because I do believe in aliens 100%. Yeah. 
But now I'm like, wait, <laughs> it was the mermaids. <laughs> they got, they were in the crosshairs of a mermaid war and they took them out. Okay? They took them out. They're like, no, your territory. You got to go. Yeah. I don't know. I just, ha I had a really good time doing this research and watching these videos. It was fun. And, and, you know, you, you did tie it all together because I can see how easy that jump was to get mm -hmm. from, you know, when I was researching, it, it just blew my mind when I got to the part where it said that they jumped into the sea and they drowned. I'm like, okay, well, if they have a fish tail, how can they, you know, how could they have drowned? Um, yeah. And then, so that leap, you know, that you explained how that, how it came to be a metamorphosis. Um, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. That, can, um, you, can you imagine if they had gone on American Idol and Simon Cowell had just roasted them? <laughs> what, mermaids? I wonder how they would have reacted. Or sirens. Oh, sirens. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder how they would have reacted. Just devastated. Funny. Just they Honestly, just devastated. that was just, that was just horrible. <laughs> yeah yeah it I made me physically want to vomit <laughs> yeah basically odysseus was like i mean it's fine but it could be better <laughs> and they were like immediately drowning immediately jumping off the cliff <laughs> oh my gosh well um <laughs> you imagine like what'd you do today oh i harassed a couple of ships and uh i followed one guy and you know i suck another guy to his death you know, yeah. just normal stuff, Mom. Pretty productive, you know. Oh, well, you know, stuff. you um, you were talking about how it, you know, the imagery we have, the perception we have, has changed over the years due to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't realize that there was a show called Sirens. There, there's a a series. <laughs> I guess it's called Siren. And and here you see a picture. It really makes me want to watch this show. I'm so uh, but intrigued. I didn't even know, um, I didn't even realize that was out there, but sirens today, like if you think about Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, that on Stranger Tides movie, mm -hmm. how they depicted uh, sirens to be like these evil mermaid like creatures mm -hmm. who live in the sea. And uh, boy, they were fast and they were furious and they were, they were beautiful um, until they were terrifying. Right. And they didn't, they eat them like mm -hmm. the ones that, they could get well, they, the yeah boat. they like attacked them and then they grabbed them and swam yeah. away like swam uh, okay around them okay yeah. um <laughs> wow um so my conclusion was that um you know we have all these stories down through the centuries even pre uh homer mm -hmm. and um you've got everything from lovely beautiful maidens with wings that look like angels you know to these evil creatures with sharp teeth like a, <laughs> a shark or a vampire um but there were some stories that were written later once the transition was made from like the bird wings to the fish tail and you know sirens were, th were thought to live in the water there were stories written about benevolent ones that went out to help ships too, mm -hmm. not just uh, sink them, but to help them. And, uh, and then some people think that uh, maybe the, maybe sirens got confused with mermaids because when they died, they washed ashore from the sea mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I saw some of the, that YouTube video that you were talking about and uh yeah yeah it was entertainment it really it's was very entertaining it yeah. was a great time i definitely <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend recommend going to, to watch it mm -hmm. go watch um, it so um i just i guess i came to the conclusion that things are real because you know stories and songs and all this art lives on you know um, and they're still making TV shows and they're still making mm -hmm. movies and people are still writing stories about sirens. As a matter of fact, I think Lindsay's going to have a Sunday scaries um, this Sunday, two days after this episode airs um, with a 
more modern day story, I guess? Kind of. It's just a very different take on oh, that siren. Oh, on mermaids. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very different take. Because, well, when I was researching, I was trying to find two, like on Reddit, people put any encounter that they ever have in their oh, life, yeah. they'll put it on Reddit. So I was trying and trying to find a believable real encounter with like a siren mm -hmm. or a mermaid and there really wasn't a ton to choose from so I, the story that i have is not a true story but it's a very interesting story okay so that's it's very spooky <clears throat> Ooh, cool i can't wait can't yeah. wait to hear it um you know i think however they're described sirens still call to us because you know they are supernatural it's a supernatural kind of thing and they're supposed to be beautiful and dangerous mm -hmm. all at the same time i think that's what makes them so fascinating and so even frightening mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that um they'll be around for a long time for sure um oh i don't think the hype is ever dying down yeah they're gonna outlive us mm -hmm. <laughs> don't you think ryan Oh, absolutely. And like I said, everything we've talked about, in my personal opinion, is based on something. Mm -hmm. right? Somebody yeah. had to see something, hear something, because, you know, everything that we've done, they've either been pictures, they've been, uh, you know, like you guys show the balls. Anything that there is has to originate from somewhere. Yeah, they so, say that all myth, yeah, is based yeah, on so some truth. There's something to all of this. Yeah. It's just exactly it what it is. I didn't research this too much. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off, Ryan, but it made me think of this. I didn't research this too much, but there was, and I don't remember who, some famous captain put this in his like logs and did illustrations of mermaids. But the way that he described them, people think that he, they really just encountered manatees. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> because it because they have a very like cow like face mm -hmm. that's not very fish like, but then they have the the big long tail, kind of like a mermaid tail. Yeah. And I saw a picture the other day of like the underside. I think it was a beluga whale, uh -huh. and it looks like the bottom of a mermaid with like the two legs coming down. Like it looks like there's legs in there. It's really weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really weird. But I didn't I didn't really do too much too much research on that stuff. Yeah. You'd have to be out to sea a really long time and probably about three bottles of wine or rum rather to really think one of those manatees <laughs> a beautiful, a beautiful uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that would have to yeah, you'd have to be out there a while. Yeah. Yeah. Very lonely. Yeah. Very lonely. Don't mind the whiskers. It's okay that it's a little junky. I mean, there's just more to love. Yeah. You know? Well, and too, when you were talking, I think, Lindsay, before it, and you were saying, you were talking about people, you know, sailors being on these ships and being at sea for a long time, or maybe that was Ryan. Um, but there were, there were times when they were probably out there for so long, they started hallucinating. Mm -hmm. That's my dog in the background. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she must hear something outside. Yeah, um, She got big bunny ears. <laughs> especially because they're out on the open ocean, especially in the old days when they have those mm -hmm. pirate ships, there's no AC. You have limited food. Yeah. You have things like scurvy and getting seasick until you get your sea legs you're just puking over the side right. so i can see that it would be very easy to get dehydrated and get yeah. in this like just out of its state where you see a dolphin swimming but you your brain transforms it into something else i could definitely see yeah. that happening and you know how like people are in the desert and they see a mirage that happens mm -hmm. at sea too where they've seen land or you mm -hmm. know and there was no land there um, so yeah, it's weird things happen at sea. I, that's why I tend to stay on. We'll have to do an episode. We'll have to do an episode about that. Yeah, about weird things at sea. Yeah, weird uh, unexplained things that happen at sea. Right. 
Well, listen, we want to tell our listeners that um, if they have their own siren or mermaid stories or any other spooky supernatural Mm -hmm. experiences, send all those to us. We love Mm -hmm. to read those on the air. We haven't received any for season two, so we're in need of some. Um, Sirens of the Supernatural at gmail.com is how you can send those in. And watch and listen on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on our socials. We've been really active on our social medias uh, during season two. And you're going to see some polls and you're going to see some different things, maybe even some contests coming up. So we like to get get our listeners out there involved. So um, head on over and visit us at Sirens of the Supernatural on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. And then we're at Supernatural Sirens on TikTok. And before we wind it up and leave, I wanted to ask Lindsay and Ron if they had anything else to add. This has been thoroughly entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always enjoy when we get to the nights we get to record because yeah. it's just a hoot. <laughs> and I always learn something, too. Mm-hmm. So, and this, while this hasn't been a real, you know, it's been a real uh, 180 from our episode last week that we aired with Ralph Thanks. Archie. Uh, yeah, that was doppelgangers and demons. And we've been talking about a lot of stuff. This was a little, a little more lighter light note. Yeah. yeah. This week. Yeah. We we'll, we'll have some more of those coming to you, but we'll also have those, you know, hair, ting- hair raising. Mm-hmm episodes that are going to make you not want to be alone in the dark. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so any suggestions uh, on stories mm-hmm. or future episodes or your personal yeah. stories, we'd love to be able, we'd love readers uh, stories sent to us. So, uh, you know, don't be shy. Send us out there. We can keep it anonymous, you know, just in case you're a little ashamed, you know, we're putting this out there. So we do believe yeah. in Bigfoot. So yeah, we're a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. And uh, if, if listeners have art too, that they want to send in, we, we love looking at uh, listener <laughs> art. Um, I know some some listeners do that with other podcasts that we follow. Oh, which reminds me, uh, this season we're going to have um, some other podcast friends on from some of our other paranormal podcasts that we follow as guests on our show. So that'll be interesting too. That's something to look forward to. We can't mm-hmm. wait. Can't wait for that. Um, so if anyone else have anything to say, we will leave you with our. Um, closing greeting that we always do and i'll say stay see you next time thank you for joining us for yet another episode of sirens of the supernatural please be sure to join us each and every friday at 7 p.m eastern standard time The Sirens of the Supernatural Paranormal Podcast is a production of Monkey Shine Media and copyright 2024 Salt Learning and Technology. Until next time.